Evening, everyone. Welcome to the program. How's it going? Welcome to December. It is uh, Wednesday, the 1st of December, 2021. My birthday on the 3rd of December, everybody. And remember, if you are, uh, you know, you got a little bit of money, you can donate right now to talkback.co.nz, my birthday present. And everyone knows what I want. That's a metal detector. I'm an old person now. That's how it rolls. Okay. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking MH... Uh, Far out, I've forgotten the name. UH370, I think it is. There's a breakthrough. Uh, we're trying to get Sergio back on the line after 9.30 uh, to tell us, I think we've located the remains of UH370, which is huge news if you're an aviation person like me. I'm a little bit of a nut about on it. So uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, we welcome your comments. All you got to do is just do what Michelle's done in the comments section, wherever we're broadcasting, YouTube, Twitch. Just say hi and it'll appear up on the screen. Michelle? Thank you very much for watching. And also, if you'd like to make a comment or be on, actually be on the show in the hot seat, then, hey, you can join us. We'll put a link. In fact, I'm doing it right now. I'll just uh, copy this link. I'll put the comments section. And then, hey, presto, you're on. Nicola Sainz is here. She's joining us. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Fantastic. And, of course, our guest is Bomber Bradbury. And there's huge, there's huge political news and Bomber is right across it. So, um, hey, make sure uh, you stick around for Bomber. First, I want to bring in our comments guy, expert comments guy. Plus, he's our fact for the show. Please welcome Benny Mac. Hi there, Benny. How are you? <laughs> Buddy, how are you doing? Man, oh man, it's the first of the month. See that? See that? See that on top of my head there? It looks like a Z. Yeah. What is that? Uh, Worms. <laughs> no, I actually got burnt uh, with oh fire. <laughs> what are you Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I, um, I live my life um, one fucking fire fire bomb attack at a time, and I tell you that one there bit back. Um, but can, can I ask, um, Benny, are you, are you giving yourself um, yourself haircuts? Is this a home haircut you're rocking there, or did you go and see someone? Well, um, I'm not going to get into it. Well, no, I'm saying I, I give myself a, a home haircut. I've got the shears. Oh, I see. Home haircut. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, what it is, it, it did look good until I sort of tried to show uh, people my haircutting kit. Right. on the show the other night and I think I might have taken out a bit of a chunk either yeah. that or it's the lighting in here um, but this is all grey so this isn't actually a hole these okay. are, these bits here okay. are meant to look like that because that's actually okay. the greying right. yeah. um, but that bit there where it looks like um, someone hit me upside the head with a machete uh, okay. yeah wow Okay. Well, I was I was thinking of giving, get myself giving myself a haircut on the show tomorrow night. And see how it goes. But anyways, oh great! Well, I might pull out my clippers too, and um, yeah. you know, yeah, it might be a, a big sort of shavathon. Fantastic shavathon! It is raising money for my birthday, which is on Friday, and of course, oh, uh, all you got to do is go to, to talkback.co.nz to donate. 
Tina Anoha, thank you very much for joining us. And um, I was actually thinking we could pro probably, you know, we got you some of that holy holy oil. I was thinking we could get you some human growth hormone and, uh, you know, maybe we could try and, you know, reverse the seven signs of aging and, uh, you know, pump you up with some... Um, yeah, eight, eight, what a HGH. Oh, okay. Well, That's what all the, all the cool podcasters are doing it. Yeah, they're doing uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I think we can change the shape of your, your body and your cranium uh, with, with some simple exercises uh -huh. and also a lot of a lot of illegal pharmaceuticals. Fantastic. Hey, stay with us. Uh, we've got Bob and Karma. We'd love you to bring you in and... Uh, Check some facts a bit later on. Thank you very oh, much, Benny. Be, I'm going to be running the numbers backstage, and I will check in with you periodically throughout the broadcast. Okay. Um, let's go down to our special guest. Mama Bradbury, how are you? From the Daddy Blog. Very great. I'm really concerned that mm. Benny has got these burn marks on his, <laughs> on his head and there hasn't really been an explanation, a satisfactory explanation <laughs> as to why, yeah, I mean, what, what is going on there? What happens? There's a story to tell. Um, I, was burning a, I was burning a bunch of trash and I thought it would be cool to see how good I could get the flame uh, to fire up and it was basically like a fire pit it had this raging inferno and then I took a carton basically an open-ended carton and put it on top and it acted like a chimney the flame shot up about I don't know two meters in the air I started um calling out for people to watch it because it looked cool um and then i i felt which felt like a drop of water on my head but it wasn't actually water it was a searing um it was a searing ember and um i feel a bit like uh harry potter there um i think it looks cool it's a z thank you mate great explanation we're really digging that tonight Pretty Mac there, everybody, and uh, that is his story on how he got the Z on his head. Well, remember this time last week, the news came through, um, the old witch had pulled the plug on her mate in a desperate attempt to, what, to alleviate herself of the leadership? What? What is the story there? What? How, did, how do you understand this played out? I mean, was she oh. I don't know, I'm confused by it and her explanation. Oh. I've seen less self-mutilation at your average sadomasochism bar. Look, I mean, I, I, I don't... So what we understand, as best we can understand, is that Judith, sensing a challenge from, from uh, Simon, just dredged up this comment that was made five years ago where it was Simon Bridges doing a bit of a joke about what kind of sex you have to get a girl or what kind of sex you have to get a boy. It's all fairly blah, but you know, yeah. Yeah. nothing. It was dredged up, manufactured into this Me Too harpoon the character assassinates Simon Bridges with. 
And what happened right after? Because the caucus were just like, you you can't do this. This is insane. He just decided to blow his brains out. You're like, ah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? It's a matter of principle. It's me too. Feminist already. And the rest of the caucus are like, you, you can't. You can't do this, do this. That's the rest of us, you know. There's that, you know, there's that moment in Labyrinth with Jared, the the, the Goblin King. Suddenly, the young girl realizes you have no power over me. Mm. It's kind of how the cook has got with Judith at the end, where they just went, "You've got no, no that's it. You're out. You're gone." And so they booted her out. She told all of her acolytes despite vote for Luxem, and the liberal branch of the party, Nicola and Chris Bishop, um, the original traitors who turned on Simon Bridges for Muller, they refused to acknowledge they made a mistake, and so they all backed Luxem as well. So, really, Luxem's entire leadership has been built on vengeance, cowardice, and malice. Which really is perfect for the National Party, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know what I reckon uh, the, uh, a huge casualty of this is Shane Retty. He got caught up in this, right? In a big way. He was backing Judith to the hilt. He was going along with the storyline. I thought he'd be smarter than that. It was the worst political storyline in history. Uh, I think her 16 months of leadership were erratic, spiteful, Malicious race baiting. Oh God, so race baiting. Just fast oh, inducing, and and just such a violent player of the game. The way she took people out left, right, and centre, like it was just taking kneecaps out at a mafia bloody. It was just too much in the end. It was just like, love. This is it's all a bit too much now. There's a real fear that her threshold for declaring martial law. Is really, 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 really low. And it was like, you can't be given executive power. So she's been she's been kicked off. They'll have to bury her in three separate coffins on hallowed ground at midnight to stop her coming back from the grave. But yeah, she's out now. Hey, so the nightmare's over. So the puppet master John puts in this is his master plan the whole time. He's pulling the strings now, obviously. What? He's nailed it, though, right? Luxon, Luxon is one a good communicator. He is as normal as what Jacinda is. You know, when Jacinda communicates, she talks like a real person, and except when she's talking like a school teacher at, at the early fresh conferences. But Luxon just it just rolls off. Oh, so oh look, look, he is he's he's going to be able to articulate. Nicola Willis woman. She seems pretty straight up and down as well, and funny. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Look, I think I think they've got people who will be able to stay on message and will be able to articulate a right wing message and will be able to do it well. That look, that's 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 better than half the clowns they've had running so far. But I think the 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 problem is Luxon's really rich, like really rich like he's got seven houses and he didn't even know that one of his houses one of his houses made a 2.3 million dollar uh, gain this year 
like he's that kind of rich. And I just think that there's a real disconnect between really, really, really wealthy people and everybody else. I mean, him dropping in that tool at the beginning of his speech, I mean, that was all pandered to and PR'd out to try and catch the attention of men. He uses the same tool as I do. I will listen now. Um, it's all stock standard stuff. John Keyes was rich. Okay, he's not Luxon rich, but John Keyes pretty rich, and the country kind of put up with him. He did well. Didn't he get three terms and quit? No, 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 absolutely, John did. But John Key, you'll always remember, downplayed his wealth. He never played it out. He, 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 he did a couple of press photos once, but that was it. He always downplayed. Cheaper suits, downplay, downplay, downplay his wealth, because they know that New Zealanders don't like that. Um, Luxon, he the state he hired, Luxon, Luxon hired hired a bloody um, a, a black Mercedes to drive him across the street to Parliament. Okay. It's just yeah. he, he's going he's going to come across as an elitist wanker, and 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 the problem I think for National is they lost four hundred and twenty thousand voters in twenty twenty, and the majority of those voters were female, and. I can't see that electorate leaving Jacinda to cuddle up to Luxon. I just don't. I just, I, I, I don't think. You know what? I, I don't know. I disagree. I think Jacinda, uh, there's a lot of uh, Jacinda hate out there at the moment. And I think Luxon is going to take a very centre-right approach. He's going to be playing centre politics. There's not going to be a lot of difference. He's going to be solutions-based. He's just going to run the David Seymour, um, you know, kind of uh, not-so-kind-of-out-there activist David Seymour. He's going to play a safe Seymour uh, way all the way to Parliament. And he's going to make sense. I think he he will make sense to a few people who are just automatically over uh, Jacinda and the Labour government. I think there are votes to be had, and he's the right white guy in a suit to do it. Um, you're absolutely right, but my argument would be National already have those votes. Um, that what's moved to Labour is pretty solid. Uh, and, 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 yeah, I think they'll probably take some votes off um, Act, and I think that they will probably scoop in some of that sub-5% uh, Christian vote that doesn't have a place to go to. Um, but in terms of being able to win over the centre, uh, I, I, I think his anti-abortion stuff just doesn't resonate with that audience. God, you'd think John Key would have jumped on the abortion stuff and said, cut the abortion talk, cut the, 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 you know, he had to come out today and say to people, I haven't been to church for five years. Just so people got in there and didn't think he was a maniac or something, you know? Evangelica, is that when you talk and speak in tongues? Something crazy? Well, well and the, see, this is the thing, right? I just think at a time when New Zealand is listening to the science for, our, for most of our social policy right now, um, I don't know if they're going to vote for someone who's an evangelical believer of Christ. I just... I just, you know, are you, are you, <laughs> does he have the rapture in the back of his mind all the time, right? 
Yeah, no. I mean, we, that will never happen. Uh, any kind of Christian party like that have always tanked. Right? Right? So I just think he's a very rich evangelical Christian uh, who I just, I don't think he's going to have the Midas touch. I, I, I think he'll flounder around a bit. He'll be a little, he'll be a lot more on message. But I, I mean, do you really see him going three rounds with Jacinda Ardern and the base? Yes, I absolutely do. You really? know, the thing, the thing is with the, with the Labour government is, and this is a big thing for me, I, I think you get, you start campaigning, you, you get elected and you become a member of parliament, you know, you quickly skip to the end, you're in parliament. Half of these people are given portfolios and ministries, and they don't even, they're not even interested in half of them. Oh, I came in because I want uh, less cones on the road, but suddenly I'm doing health. I've got, these people don't know what the hell they're doing, I and mean, you've said it before, Jacinda's government's young, they just, they gave it a shot and they won, and lucky number, and then Winston called it Labour, they're not experienced. So, you know what, I reckon there should be a scenario, like American politics, can't the president just bring in a top guy from over there and make him the, you know, hey, I, I want the NASA guy. I want him to be my head uh, science guy. Hey, I want the, can't you just appoint people who've got actual experience? In oh, the, look, um, look. Them part of your ministry and give look, them some. A- absolutely, absolutely. But I think um, that the Delta event has forced those ministers, some of them, to dance in ways they've never They've had to force things through. They've gained an enormous amount of experience. Let's not forget that we're still in the middle of a, of a Delta pandemic, which the government have successfully crushed down. It hasn't become an exponential growth. We haven't seen numbers continuing to grow. We're not getting mass hospitalizations. We're not getting mass deaths. Jacinda's navigation of, this, of, of, of New Zealand through this has actually been successful. Next week, we start to get our lives back. We've got passport vaccinations. We go out, we can socialise. We're able to enter into an economy that's almost 90% double vaxxed. Um, I think that all of that experience and all of that work that Labour have put into keeping us safe and getting us through Delta, I think that will pay off. I think you'll see ministers more competent and sharper. I think that they've been able, they're able to point to the facts and say, look at what we've been able to achieve for New Zealand and then compare it to any other country comparable. Um, I, 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 I think that she will have a story to tell come 2023. And I just think this guy is too rich and he's too privileged. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we can, I think a, a good news, you know, I think it's just going to take two news cycles to wash that away and for people to... Um, you know, people just to get to know Luxon. He needs more time on camera, and he needs to bring a like uh, John Key did. You roll out the solo mama in this in the in the state house, and we started from the bottom. Now we're here, type activity. I don't know if that, what Luxon's story is, but really, you got a good communicator there. You got somebody that uh, has run a successful New Zealand company, and and you know turned a big profit. There's a lot of uh, yes. And you just need to fuck something up, and then hey, Presto. But I think I think there's a fundamental difference, though, between being a CEO running a company 
and everyone who is working for you has to do what you say. There's a difference between that and politics, right? Yeah. Where you've yeah. got different factions, different people, different arguments. It doesn't work like a business. It's not a business. Mm. But he is a leader, and that's what this country needs, you know, if, if you're going to roll. That's what national needs, but he's only gotten it because they uh, wanted to screw over Simon Bridges. True. Let's get to Simon in a couple of seconds. Welcome back, Benny Mac, now our fact checker. What have you gleaned from our first 19 minutes on air? Gleam is such a great word that you've used there, Thane. Of course, we're all familiar of the ancient golden city of Luxor, including the Luxor Temple. This guy, Christopher Luxon, it sounds like a luxurious name. I like it. I think the only way that it's going to work for him is if he does a weekly Sunday morning sermons, evangelical styles, charge about 50 bucks tithing. Uh, it's going to bankroll the whole machine. Uh, I think we can create a lost golden city of Luxon here in Aotearoa. Your Aotearoa. Your Aotearoa. Put that on a t-shirt. Thank you very much, Benny Mac. Well done. <laughs> Um, Simon O'Connor says he worked for state-owned company, Labour saved in New Zealand. They had to, but it's because their management made bad decisions. Not good for Luxo. You know what'll kill Luxo's Christmas? If he's shot with his rich, snotty kids on a super yacht out in the hobby. Oh, man. This is going to be a field day for New Zealand media. They just... You know, if he's a, a glass of champagne or looking with his wristwatch right. and a really big Rolex, he's yeah, he's going to lose it with the the, the common folk. And I, and, I, and I think I think all it does is it reminds everyone, oh yeah, that's right, nationals a party for rich pricks. That's right. That's right. You know yeah. what, um, Bomber? In saying that. This guy has gone from what a million, two million dollar paycheck to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, he took a four million dollar pay cut. Yeah, right. So he must really want to be the prime minister. Holy shit! Um, you know, I think when you become that, you're one of those alpha CEOs, and you're just looking for talent. It's either become prime minister or climb all seven mountains. You know, that sort of thing, or dive to the lowest point in some ocean. Uh, and I think it just it becomes a box-ticking exercise after a while. And I think that there is a bit of a ball-to-rule attitude there. And a real disconnect with the way a lot of other people live. So, roll on up. I, I just I just think this is going to be a nightmare. I, I, I thought if, if Simon Bridges won it, there was a chance he could win 2023 because he boxes clever. He's smart. He knows... He's got, he's got a gut instinct where middle New Zealanders. Uh, I don't think that Luxon has that at all. I think Luxon has a, a, a perception of where middle New Zealand wants to be. I think he is the personification of how rich people want to be in the middle classes. But I don't think he really has an understanding of what it is to live in this country. Not with seven houses. He didn't even notice that they'd have gone up by $2.3 million. Hey, he's a rich guy. Hey, um, right. how, how Simon, you've spoken to Simon on Monday with your new podcast show. How was he? How was he? How was his demeanor? Did he seem deflated? Um, 
did he seem in control? What was, what was going on there? I thing? asked him straight up. I just said, "How did it feel getting, 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 having Judith Collins meet manufacture a Me Too harpoon, the character assassinate you with?" Because when you think about it, he has put his heart and soul into that bloody party, and he mm-hmm. actually embodies the very aspiration that National tries to say and claim that it values. Right, this meritocracy where the best rise on their own. Um, he personifies that, and to get screwed over by Judith once again, just as he's you know, in reach, um, I think that he is focused on being the best politician he can. I think he's really out there pushing his book right now. Um, I, think he's, I, think he's, I think he's disappointed. I think he's disappointed, but um, he's in it. He's in it for the long game, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if he came back, it would, he, some people would say it was just more of the same from that guy. A guy who can't win an election or a guy who lost to that old bat. Uh, what happens to Judith? Do you think she's, do you think she'll try and run for maybe an Auckland mayoralty or if she, well, she's going to stay the course, hey? She's going to contest Papakura. Um, I think I think the smart money would be for National to go to her and say, Judith, we love you, we respect you, you're a great, mighty coldy tree in the um, forest of National. But wouldn't it be a much better idea if you went and ran for the Auckland Mayoralty and we'll help you and we'll put in lots of resources to do that. Because I think that they want to try and find a way to let her go and get out of politics now. She's become so, she's like a black hole. She's past the point of event horizon. Everything around her just gets sucked into her because she's so evil. And I think that they would far better, far better have that outrunning Auckland than than, than, than um, staying here in, uh, national politics. So I think that there will be a push to see if they can get her to run for the Auckland mayoralty. Right, okay. Ryan uh, has got a, a little point here. Ryan messaged the uh, following orders. When you work for the government, you have to tow the company line. Is that true for all the officials as well, like Ashley? Because his other message was, Ashley is on point. Here's a civil servant. Don't oh, I see what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Um... Well, it's it, it's 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 a relationship where one is proffering the um, experience and the recommendations, and the government takes those on board. They make and agree on a uh, on on a policy platform that they both have input in and agree with, and that's how it works. It's not it's not the case of Jacinda telling Ashley what to do and he does it. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Gosh, Ashley's Ashley is. I gotta be honest. I think everyone's doing quite well uh, when it comes to the COVID front. There's not much to moan about on COVID. We all get out with this planned traffic light scenario. I'm still not up to date with the traffic light scenario. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I'm no, just you know. No. You just hey, here we go. It's open. All the bars are open. And restaurants are open as of Friday. We got what we want. Kids are back at school, and you can, you know, you walk down the shops. You can go and, I, and I think, I think that's a really important thing to remember here. Jacinda plotted a chart that was actually quite different. 
the, 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 the health extremists and the health academics were saying stay in level five until 101% of Māori are vaccinated and if you don't, it's a genocide. Then you had the, the, the death cult capitalists who just said throw open the borders, no MIQ, let's just get it on. If 7,000 people die, that's the price to pay for the economy. And she didn't go with either of those extremes. She mm. it her own course. She went 90% double vax. We worked hard to get there. Those are some of the highest vaccination rates in the Western world. We deserve and we should give ourselves a round of applause for doing so well on that front. So we've done something unique. We, 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 and we're about to start enjoying the fruits and harvest of all that bloody sacrifice, right? Mm. And I just think that there is going to have to be a recognition I think on a lot of New Zealanders that well that was that was Labour that was that was Jacinda. There's if if, if you're going to do a gratitude vote, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 for them. I mean, National can promise that they would do better. National can promise that they've got a, a plan that goes further, eh, but they didn't, eh, and they weren't, eh, and we got a really good you know low hospitalisation and sickness rate out of this. We've done so fucking well to get through this so far with the lack of death and the lack of sickness. So, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's what leadership, the, the, the proof's in the pudding, the proof's in the pudding. You would say that, you know, just in the Labour government anyway, but that's beside the point. Hey, um, mate, what about the gangs and crime going up and the police not really having uh, that under control and more gun violence? And didn't the survey come out this week that there really is more gun violence and Australia is sending home some real badass Kiwis who want a patch of land and they're going to do anything to get their money. Um, so what's going on here is a unique event in the New Zealand criminal underworld. At no time has New Zealand ever had an enormous influx of an external criminality into New Zealand. And it's an external criminality that is prepared to use a level of violence far above what the domestic uh, gangs are prepared to use. This external um, uh, 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 invasive species, if you will, are the 501s, the Australian 501s who have been sent back to New Zealand. Now, not all of them are hardened, serious criminals, but certainly a lot of them are. And what's happened is the 501s have come to New Zealand. A lot of them have no community connections. A lot of them left when they were children. And you would make, I think, an intellectual and philosophical argument, surely, that if these young people who left New Zealand and lived their entire lives in Australia, mm. if they've then become criminals, well, that's, that's, that's because of Australian culture and society, not us. Sending them home to us because they were just birthed here after they've been damaged in Australian society is not a solution anyway. So they've been sending them back here and what's been happening is the 501s have been setting up their own syndicates and they're using a level of violence against domestic gangs which is far in excess to what the domestic gangs normally would do. So all of this violence that we've seen uh, erupting around the country are between 501 syndicates and the domestic gangs. It's a fight over the drug scene. What's particularly dangerous with the 501s is because they've got South American cartel connections, they can bring in a cheaper and more pure meth into New Zealand than the domestic gangs can sell and produce. The domestic gangs get most of their um, meth via triads and ship it down. 
down to New Zealand, and the headhunters uh, head, head would run the. Um, which, which is the which is the best uh, myth? Uh, would I go the cartel myth? Would I go the Asian route myth? Look, uh, if, 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 uh, my understanding is cartel myth is, is the best myth all around. Way better, okay. Um, but but but. But the, the King Cobras in, in New Zealand run the, 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 the um, airports. Um, so the 501 syndicates are moving in, trying to take over uh, territory, trying to get their own supply routes going. Mm-hmm. And I think that the real, and, and of course, bringing in more guns to protect it is, is ratcheting up. So I think that what needs to happen is the domestic gangs need to sit down with the police intelligence unit, and the police intelligence unit needs to offer up a deal of. If we all work together to get these 501s and bust them, we'll take them off the street because they're the exacerbating force. They're the thing that's causing all of this violence. So there needs to be a cooperation there. And and, 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 and maybe something that foreshadowed that possible cooperation. Uh, recently, let's not forget this year, all of the gang, the presidents of all the chapters of the domestic gangs got together to do a um, pro-vaccination video that was put out that the government was able to hook up. So there is the possibility, there is there is communication channels that could be opened up. I think it's weird how this government kind of like seizes their assets uh, for a spell when they can and then kind of gives them funding again for other things they got to do. You know, it's a little weird transfer that's going on. Oh, I mean, I mean... I still don't believe that there is a clean scenario there. Uh, gangs oh, are it, in this it, country. It's, 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 I mean, it makes sense. You're seizing, you're seizing gang assets, and then you use the money from that asset to fund programs to stop those guys from getting into pee in the first place. I mean, it's, it's not... I mean, it doesn't use taxpayer money. It's a, it's a better way than, 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 uh, than using taxpayer money. It uses assets from gangs themselves. That seems to be the smartest use of that money. Yeah, but are, are those drugs... So, I mean, you know, you're giving money to... The gangs won't stop manufacturing or working hard. These guys are working hard. They're business people. They're doing a great job. They're working 48 hours a day. These guys, day in, day out, they're clocking in. I mean, this is an incredible industry. And, we, and, and you know what? We have got such a appetite for meth and marijuana. And, the and problem, problem is these guys haven't shut up shop, but they're still running programs to get kids off meth, but still selling meth. So <laughs> what is going on here? And then we seize their assets, but then we give them money to kick in with those programs again. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it seems a bit the problem, the problem for the uh, <laughs> the problem for the gangs, right, is that um, oh, if, you've got, if you've got guys who work for you who are addicted to meth, that's actually a real bad scenario because they're not very, you know, good at what they do because they're right. off their head high all the time. And they become very violent and, and terrible people. Um, so, so it's actually in the gang's interest not to have their members completely smashed up on the stuff. So, and, and so it's it's more protective that they're not on that, and it's less dangerous for everybody else. So they put them through government-funded cleanup programs, and they get money. At the, at the bosses at the boss's house, they do as gardens. Yes. 
oh, this is all this is all mixed up and crazy. But I mean, do you agree that something's got to be done about the gangs in New Zealand? Oh well, no, no, well, exactly. I think I think if you don't understand the economic things and pressures that are going on in the in the criminal underworld right now, and that are creating all of these problems, if you don't understand that, then you're just gonna you're just gonna wander in and probably cause something much worse. Than, than, than what we currently have. There's a way of tackling this intelligently by understanding how the 501 syndicates have changed the entire game. Yeah, what about us changing the game? And why don't we just say, look, hey, there are people who have got clearly addiction issues and meth is their thing. These guys supply the meth. Um, and then, you know, why don't we give them a license to an operator gang in New Zealand? And it's you know, ten percent of sales. It's an upfront fee, and then everything is. And I mean, if, if, if we're if we're testing drugs at music festivals, can't we come to the party with a gang to just make a full situation? You know. Well, you know, look, this is one of the arguments about why you could legalize the cannabis industry and and move entire subsections of of society into legal business and move them into the legal world, including gangs, right? Right. And, and, and so it's, if, if you can provide a legal means for uh, revenue streams and, you know, you, they don't have to become criminal, then, then you can actually build some community resilience there. Um, it's, it's, it's a shame that the government still has had a completely one-eyed view on cannabis, and it's a negative one. Yeah, I, I, I just think that we've if we can't if we're too weak to stamp out gangs in this country, then we've got to go back to the table and negotiate with gangs. Gangs are saying we don't we're not doing anything here. We're good guys. We're putting everyone on Mariahs and they're cutting lawn and they're we're weaning them off meth whilst still selling meth. Look, we've got to just sort this shit out. We want less shootings. And, and violence within communities. And just cheaper meat. And cheaper meat. <laughs> For God's sake. Bring the price down. It's like Luxon selling the shit or something. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Where's the customer service? For the love of Christ. Where is it? I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, something's going to change. I just think it's very suspicious. I'm suspicious of the gangs and the government relationship with the gangs. Yeah, the markup. I mean, who's who's the middleman here for crying out loud, you know? <laughs> exactly. Where are my fly-by points? Oh, if only. <laughs> oh, boy. boy, oh, boy. But, anyways. How many what trips I, why could we have gotten by now? I just don't, you know, this is an Andrew Costa, the yes. police. Please come and confronting media blatantly saying he's got it all under control. We, we, day by day, hour by hour, he ain't got shit under control. You know, we're really good at moving, moving, clearing accidents off the motorway. And, and you know, but there are a lot, I've just, sheesh, there's a lot to be done. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's going to need the, intel- the police intelligence uh, unit to actually have a strategy in place to work with the domestics to take out the 501s. That's what needs to happen. But they don't think they've got the 
imagination for the make that work. No, I don't. You're absolutely right. Uh, well, Simon Connor has uh, put in a little uh, article here. It's in the comment section. Crime is actually decreasing. Oh, but this is propaganda, isn't it? From the government. Justice. Okay. Hey, um, it's time now to bring in our uh, uh, our fact checker here. Here's Benny Mac. Benny, what's the latest? Oh, you guys, um, it's going off. The gang warfare, it's out of control right now. Um, apparently, gang-related shootings are right up at an all-time high. So if you're into that thing, it's 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 great news for you. But if you're against it, it's very problematic uh, because it is kind of exciting. You know, it's kind of cool. We've got um, some house the other day got firebombed, apparently. And, um, you know, out of control. And most of the stuff's happening out in uh, GE or Glen Eden. And that's just, like, really cool because it's really good. Great place to hide the bodies out there in the white tackle. And um, just down the road, uh, not too far from uh, Green Bay College, you know, roast busters and all that. So it's all sort of like, I mean, it's not that far away. You could probably do a chase uh, in between the zones. So it's really great place to bring up kids, great place to start a gang and um, join a gang. And there's all these cool new gangs at the moment. So that's why there's all these shootouts happening because apparently it's a bit of a turf war. So you've got um, the... uh, Bomber, do you know much about the new gang? Mate, I might might even see if you want to speak on this at all. Uh, the Headhunters had their Ellerslie HQ did a drive-by, the, five, the, the 501s did a drive-by with an AK-47 and shot up their gang pad. Um, so the tip for tat shooting stuff is just getting worse and worse out there. Yeah, that's pretty problematic. And I believe there's also the uh, the import gangs from over in Aussie. And, um, yeah, there's something to watch out for. Uh, the uh, Comancheros. And also, um, there's also one called the Finks, apparently. Rat Fink, uh, apparently. And uh, there's also another one, the Mongols. So I tell you, if it's a great time to get on your Harley because, you know, there's a lot of uh, whanos out there that are getting government funding and it could be a great time to um, learn how to ride. Yeah, I'll say. You know, the real real victims here too are, think about when you're caught short at night with a kid and you're going into a public toilet to to use it um, and there's no light bulbs because all the (laughs) administered meth, you know. It's a very scary situation. Yeah, yeah, and the trouble is they don't know the difference between LED bulbs and incandescent bulbs, so it's just a lot of vandalism, not a lot of results. Thank you very much, Benny. I really appreciate that. Uh, Someone saying Daryl Fortune is uh, so could we get Judas Collins in there to uh, crush the gangs as we gig? Gosh, I mean, she's just not a great look for the National Party now, eh? Uh, I mean, you'd want to distance yourself as far away from Judith as possible. And what was she doing on the whale oil website, writing a blog? Was that just the worst move straight after? Oh, my God. Come on, right? Yes, yes. The most most radioactive man in New Zealand, and she wants to go and post on his... Like, but she's so set in the past, eh? You know what I mean? She's like, I'm going to put an ad out in the Western Leader. I mean, it's like, oh, I'm going to go on whale oil. That'll show them. Oh, sassy old Judah. 
fantastic. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, well, Matey, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate um, the, the time that you give us in the evening and everything you do at the Daily Blog. Oh, it's a pleasure. Look, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be able to come and speak uh, on what is New Zealand's greatest late night online, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. After 10, it gets a bit blue, but. Yeah. All right, Hayes, you know, it's, it's cheeky. Um, can I just say, uh, to give you your, the working group plug, it's uh, it's out everywhere, wherever good podcasts are. Is it the name you show? Yeah, yeah, the working group. Thank you so much. Our first show was on Monday, second, 7.30 Monday every every night. We cover in 7.30 to 8.30 because we didn't want to... We didn't want to go up against this show, you know. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. Um, and, and, and are you going to be part of the Today FM? I think there's a new talk station coming up. Is this who, part of who, that or who knows? Who, who, who knows? We'll, we'll continue doing our own thing. Yeah. Our own journalism. Our own truth. Fantastic. All right, Bombs. I'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, mate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you haven't heard already, and I'm wondering if I could lean on uh, Benny uh, Boy to help me out here, uh, MH370 is a guy called Derek Goodley, I think his name is. He is uh, from Amsterdam or somewhere in Europe, and he has figured out through new technology uh, the exact location of MH370. Now, we were supposed to get a guy on, uh, Sergio, but he couldn't make it tonight. And I've currently got people trying to track down this guy who has got the coordinates to MH370. But if, is there a video you could... They were talking on Sunrise. Derek was talking on Sunrise this morning in Australia. And I was wondering if we could find that YouTube uh, clip of the interview. And then we'll try and get our own little interview. Uh, could you track that down for us? Um, because this is very, very exciting. And I know, uh, oh, thank you, Darren, the MH370 update. So I was very passionate about when I was at the Rock, me and Duncan fundraised to go and check out in Mauritius MH370 if we could find anything. And, uh, you know, because there is actual wreckage everywhere. But this is apparently the breakthrough of breakthroughs. And uh, they've developed a new technology specifically to find this aircraft. <clears throat> and I want to play the article because in the article, uh, they mentioned that, yes, this is it. And I think the video, they mentioned that the, the, uh, the uh, pilot was suicidal. And we have a lot of, uh, we have a, we, we've got a guy called Sergio who believes that's not. No, that's horseshit. Yeah. But anyways, well, I want to play you this video so you can see the latest. That we know that's factually incorrect, Thane, about that claim because we've got um, circumstantial evidence um, directly from the family. Mm, correct, correct. That he was in a, in a very stable frame of mind. But he has and, got a flight uh, simulator at home, uh, the, uh, the pilot, and basically he flew the plane out of gas and let it land in the ocean on the game simulator. And near where this guy, on the simulator, he tanked the plane pretty much aroused about the same location in reality where he tanked the plane. So that is, uh, that's his evidence there. Okay. I'm not willing to, uh, I'm not willing to accept any any claims. Okay, look, I want this to load. I'm willing it to load. 
but it's it's just uh, manifest this loading. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I'll shut my I'll shut my uh, video off. Okay. Yeah, no. It was remote accessed. Or, or, or could I give you this link to try yes. and access it? Your on my side. Yeah. Pop it over. Popping. Moments away uh, there, home viewers. Thank you very much. MH370 is what we're, uh, we're talking about. Is that in the private chat? Kia ora. Michelle, how are you? How's your operation, Michelle? Everything okay? Yeah, uh, I see. Are you happy? Everything's, you feeling good? That's good to hear. That's fantastic. Okay, well, I'm, Michelle, if you just be with us, I'm just going to play this video because they found MH370. So I'm just going to uh, close that. Can you see I the can't video? Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't actually hear Michelle, though, unfortunately. No, I couldn't either, but uh, I was just going with it. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was um, a fault because I did check with customer service and they said that the fault had been rectified. Can you hear me now, Fine? Uh, kia ora. Perfectly. Kia ora. I can hear you. Kia ora, darling. Uh, it's hey, perfect, yeah. perfect to have you in the chat. Must apologize for my crass language that was used right. the other night. Um, it's all I right. Think I, was, um, you know, I think I was trying to entertain myself. I had my hand up so I could ask um, um, Bomber a question. Oh, okay. You fired at us and we'll come up with some hypothetical answer that's probably okay, going to well, be... Okay, uh... <laughs> In regards to the National Party, um, in, the, in the general election, there was a female National MP that was leaking files. Do you know who that was? No. That was Nicola. Willis. I'm wondering if it was Nicola Willis. <laughs> uh, I hope not. That'd be pretty I shit. don't know. Can't load the video. What's going That's on right. I'm doing a wee leak. Uh, I'm doing a wee search about that question there. Yeah. Um, Either that or her press secretary. There was a Jamie Lee Ross leak. Yeah, he's, a, he's a girl. <laughs> well, the name the name could be quite confusing, couldn't it? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah, Jamie. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so is this an advert, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we've got some content. Can you scroll up just a little there? No, it won't let me. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm going to do this. It's a dumb website. Oh, clunk, clunky is all get up. And um, there's no sort of continuity to the experience. Where's it's, the search uh, file? There we go. A, a, a bunch of... Uh, so, Michelle, um, have you had your yes, surgery, then. have you? No, it was, it's been cancelled. Oh, no. They don't it's have not, any beds available. So they didn't even postpone it. They just said we're just going to cancel it. Yep. Oh, right. I have another date, but um, knowing the public health system, I'm not hold. I'm not. I'm not um, holding my breath. It is, mm. as to whether it'll go ahead or not. 
Oh no. Okay. The problem well. is that normally, yes, it is a day, a day stay surgery, but yeah. I need to be with because I'm having a GA. I need to be somewhere where I can be looked after. Very disappointing. Well, I hope that it gets addressed for you and um, oh. all the best, it, all our best wishes from the team. It was meant to be done last last May. Very disappointing. Is there any sort of, I mean, is there any formal body that you can petition or? Um, Oh yeah, there are a few avenues. I'm 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 onto it. Anyway. Okay, let, let's see this uh, MH three seven zero with your uh, your truth hunter Thane Kirby. Why you? Here we go. Anything happening? Nah. Nah. Okay. I'm moving on. Sorry, guys. Anyways. So go Google yeah, yourself. no problem. And then uh, you might yeah, we'll find... Uh, I'll try and get the guy uh, who did the interview on Seven Sunrise on the show maybe this week or next week. Apologise. That'll be perfect. Hey, can we do a can we do a promo about the um, the the after show? The, the, the 10 to... Uh, 10 to 11 show? Because we get a bit of drop-off. Quite often we get a bit of drop-off. And um, we need to sort of start hyping the after okay. show. Guys, hang around for the after show, uh, the Late Late Show. Uh, talking oh. with Benny Mac, it's uh, kicking off at 10 o'clock at eight minute time. And uh, yeah, it is a fun show. You can jump on in here and uh, talk back. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it's I, a second I, I've shift. I've briefly. And uh, when I have tuned in, it's always been fun. Hayden's always been there. <sighs> And yeah, it's uh, good. We've got regular callers. They really keep the um, show going. And, uh, you know, Selena Spain, yep, as you say, Hamish, uh, the Aussie Ox, uh, a truck driver from Aussie calls in. Oxo, uh, yeah. It's great. Sometimes even Kiwi Bear Muzzer. Hopefully Kiwi Bear Muzzer can come through tonight. Uh, Michelle, it sort of, Michelle doesn't really get, get our sort of um, chaos at that time of the show. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> How much did you win? $22. Well, $22, not bad. Oh, superb. Now, how, how, how was that um, when <laughs> administered and by what method? I did my thing on, I did, I did my ticket online. Oh, Lotto? Yeah. Oh, perfect. I wanted to the bucks. Well, you're obliged... Yeah, you're obliged to donate to the show. So, yeah, donate, if you find that money has just dropped into your lap, now's a great time. I need, I need more than that for a hospital bed. Fair enough. Well, you know, <laughs> they might be able to find gold bullion down at Takapuna Beach there by one of the, the uh, wealthy um, MILFs. And um, we might be able to get you a bed. We might even be able to get you... Uh, oh, what are you doing with your glasses, wiggling? I've got four eyes to see you. Hey, yeah, Michelle, <laughs> a lot of people are asking that you tilt your camera so we can see your beautiful. Face. I can't do. I can't do it with the desktop. Like, but I'm. I'm. I've got my other um, laptop um, disengaged. 
Oh, okay. Next week. I can kind of explain it as well uh, from a technical standpoint. It is a logistics style scenario. Now, um, seeing the background there, is that your power chair in the background? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. So if we had um, Mitch up in her, in her power chair, um, she could zap up about sort of eight foot in the air, you know, reach the top shelf, scoot around, clean the architrave. No, it's <laughs> How it's high can you get in that thing? It would be cool if it had like a 12-foot lift, off-road buggy tires, all-terrain, steer climbers. It goes up six feet. Oh, superb. Okay, so, right. um, so that's it. It's a fixed webcam. It's been installed. It's not sort of easy to adjust, but, you know, this is pretty cool. This yeah. is basically – this is a psychological term, this um, – for, for, for when a person takes a photo of themselves and you just see there it's called – Smallenization, and um, <laughs> what that means is it's like a psychological thing. They're making themselves seem smaller, and it's sort of um, it's cool. in Japan. They call it kawaii or cute. And uh, yeah, kind of just like you could just be like the head of a kitten there, and you know. Yeah. What are you drinking, Michelle? Nothing yet. What are you no, like to me drink? drinking? What? What's your favourite drink? Your favourite tipple? Uh, lime beer. Lime oh, red. You are a legend. I say. Absolutely. We needed to get you on a brewery tour and maybe live stream it. I reckon that could be a yeah. thing. Get you drunk on the tour. Oh god, wouldn't that be wonderful? What that kind of drink? Cool. What do you? What kind <laughs> of drink do you <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying, what, what kind of drunk are you? Rowdy? You're tits oh, um, Have you ever heard of a paralytic paraplegic? <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. I love it. It was, it was years ago. Like a psychedelic slug. I got, I got, I got really drunk at a conference full of about, um, about 300 people. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> now, was it a um, <laughs> was it a what kind of conference? I've got to know. Was it uh, an able-bodied conference? No, some disability conference back in ninth, back Good in the eighties. Very old cool days. move. And they go, there she goes, the paralytic paraplegic. Yep, exactly. Oh, no, and para I, yeah, paralytic paraplegic. My friend at the time, he knew I was uh, feeling quite seedy the next day. So he asked me if I'd like to have um, um, greasy pork chops for, for breakfast. Ooh. Yeah. I then, yeah. I then threw up, but not there. <laughs> now, um, um, have you the ever... Day, yeah. Back in the day, you would be considered crippled. That would be the word, wasn't it? Crippled I hate that word. Yeah. Don't use that word thing. No, I'm just saying back in the day in the 80s, that was the name, isn't it? Yeah, I know, because I was in a home for crippled children when I was... Um, very, very young, but 18 months old. It's yeah, 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 it. yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but I like your... Um, so so being a drinker and supporter and connoisseur of the Lion Red product, is yeah. that quite a patriotic sort of duty of yours to keep that brand alive? Well, my cousin used to work for them. Did you have a good um, access oh to... Oh, my God, get him off! <laughs> All right, Get him off. It's off now, right? 
Change the sign. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I tried to just. Yeah. I just tried to ignore that. I tried to ignore that. Um, did you have that. access to low cost beverages? No. Okay. Um, I've actually been to the building there on because um, there's a road next to the um, domain there in the city called Carlton Gore Road. Yeah. That's Carlton Brewery. It's where the old brewery is there down in yeah. Newmarket. Um, I've been to the head office. We need to try and get you some sort of backstage pass, right? Yeah. Or just storm the boundary. We could just storm the boundary, you know. Mm. But that's pretty well, cool. I mean, drinking a local beverage—that's sort of honourable. I think you're a real, a real one for doing that. I'm a, I'm a social drinker, not 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 every week. Yeah. Only when I go out. Do you enjoy the All Blacks? Yes. Would you be Would you be happy to wear a um, full lion red regalia to an All Blacks game? Is that yeah, your sort of? Yeah, if, that, if, that, if that's one of their sponsors. Well, even if it wasn't, I mean, you know, I think just you doing it is just some sort of paralytic, you could, um, paraplegic. You could dress up my chair as a, as, a, as a lion red wagon. Yeah, I think so, with inflatables and things like that attached to it. Uh, maybe one of those radio flyer trolleys there with a whole lot of um, ah. props. Um, look, Thane looks like he's just had a, uh, a, a shutdown button. Do you want to do your outro, Thane? Yeah, guys, um, it's 10 o'clock, everybody. Thanks very much for your company tonight. I'm back tomorrow from 9 o'clock with Sophia Mantel. From all of us to talk back with Thane and Sophia, have a fantastic evening and um, enjoy uh, the next show, which is Talking uh, Smack with Kitty Mac. A very good evening. Good night. Okay, thank you, thank Kirby, for your broadcast. Uh, what a great show it was again with old mate uh, Bomber Bradbury there. He's always an informative character, isn't he? Uh, we have got Michelle backstage, our caller, and this is a, another episode of Talking Smack with Benny Mac. Okay, so this this um, broadcast is multi-streamed across 17 channels, okay? So um, if you're wondering why am I the only person in this jam channel, it's because we are multicasting. Uh, I am live streaming on my YouTube channel. If you want to subscribe, I would appreciate you a lot. Okay, we've got Michelle on the show, a uh, long-time um, listener and a constant caller. And uh, hey, it's great to have you back on the line. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you 100%. And um, how did you find tonight's show with uh, Thane and uh, Bomber? Well, I wanted to ask Bomber that question I put to you guys, but... I had my hand up for about ten minutes, and no one, no one knows. Oh, for crying out loud! Yeah, well, to tell you, to tell you the truth, what happens is it's got all the, um, it's got all these little videos, and it's stacked <laughs> like this. Yeah, I know. And I know. at some point, it goes out of view. 
so that's no, highly that uh, yeah 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 <laughs> Yes, I don't really know. I mean, um, someone must have scammed it. We've got Tina Aroha sending you some Aroha in the chat there saying, hi, Michelle. Somebody um, mentioned the Wilson home. That's where I grew up as a, as a young child. Now, what city was, was that in? Was that here in Auckland? Years. Was that in that Auckland? Was, yeah, Takapuna. Takapuna. And it was, was Bear, B-E-A-R. What does bear mean? B e a r. No, that that's that's the um, guy's name that was asking me a question. Oh, mother. Um, okay, kiwi cool. bear. Kiwi bear. Yeah, kiwi bear. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I grew up and, in the Wilson uh, home. The Wilson home in Takapuna. Now, did you have access to the beach at all, or? Yeah, Takapuna Beach. Yeah. So, did you spend a bit of time on the beach as a child at all? Oh yeah, from him. Yep. 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 Yeah, I was there about five um, years. Oh, yeah. Now, I actually went um, for a swim at Takapuna Beach and went into the water and yeah. I felt nibbling uh, on my body. And have you Ooh. ever heard of that? Sea, have you ever heard of sea lice? No. Uh, I tell you. You're about to tell me, obviously. We've got a huge story. Um, basically, what it is is they call it sea lice. People think that it's... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea lice. See, Ryan Abbott knows about sea lice. Hey, Ryan Abbott, we're taking live callers. If you want to call in and tell us about your experience about sea lice, uh, well, damn. Click on click on the uh, the link. Come in. Tell us all about it. I want to hear your experience. But yeah, what it feels like is it just feels very like a very gentle sensation on the skin at first when you're in the water. Feels yeah. as if it's just like um, small little pricks, um, but then you swim around and it's okay. Okay, and then when you get out of the water, you realise that your entire body is actually covered in um, microscopic um, jellyfish. I'll yeah. say that again. I'll say that again. Microscopic jellyfish. <laughs> And um, horrifying things these microscopic jellyfish are because the way that they're um, designed is they've got these little barbs and um, it's kind of like a hook and thousands of them actually hook into the skin and they will sit there right on the surface of the skin but barbed into the skin and they're activated by fresh water. So that's why people say um, if you get stung by a jellyfish, uh, you should pee on it because apparently like the vinegar or the ammonia or something like that neutralizes or breaks down the cell wall and it reduces the irritation. But um, sea lice, microscopic jellyfish, uh, I was covered in welts from head to toe. And um, they come up in a small raised blister. Hundreds of them. Yeah. Very painful. Very painful. Very horrifying indeed. Now, um, are you aware uh, of the transitioning into uh, the traffic light system? Uh, who, me? Yeah. 
Oh, well, Jacinda now says that we can go, um, we can use the toilets at friends' places. <laughs> yeah, but are you willing to actually use um, your friends' toilets, you know? No. I mean, some, no. Yeah, no, I'm not willing to use not my friends' accessible. toilets. No, I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that have, um, yeah, exactly, non-accessible toilets, um, and it also, also, not hygienic toilets. And um, I think there's a lot of people that are driving around the city all the time, um, looking for somewhere to uh, relieve themselves. It's a huge problem, um, you know. Okay, so the traffic light system. Ooh, the traffic light system at a glance. Okay, so is this a? Am I? You know what a glance is, Michelle? Looking. Oh, it's less than a look. I think. <laughs> I think it's a little less than a look. I think it's more just like you just quickly glance at it, like you barely look. Your eye basically just make eye contact with the thing glance your eye at it for like about a fraction of a second and you move on with your life. I don't think it's possible to glance at the traffic light system. Yeah. There's a Isn't lot it? I can do. There's a lot <laughs> I can do being double vaxxed anyway. It's good. Oh, yeah. You're going to be out and about, I tell you that, darling. Okay, so the traffic light system at a glance, the new system for C19 response will take effect from midnight on Thursday, deck two. So that's like literally uh, in about 26 hours? Yep. Okay. Uh, so at red, where am I? Where am I here? Look, take this as knowledge, okay? So red is working from home. Encourage hospitality, retail, and gatherings allowed for the vaccinated but with limits, yeah, it's similar to level two. So that's pretty good. And for venues that don't use vaccine certificates, contactless pickup only, uh, but for hospitality gathering, there's a limit of 10, uh, no gyms or hairdressers for all those people, but pretty much everything else, get at it. Um, orange uh, light, which is, you know, halfway there, uh, close to normal uh, for the vaccinated with more masks, Oh, yeah, more masks. What, what does that mean? We're going to start stacking them um, and some, you know, there's some capacity limits. And then it says what, what the restrictions are if you don't have vaccines, but that doesn't really apply. Everybody's got a damn vaccine these days and, uh, and green's pretty much... It's pretty, pretty damned. Uh, I pretty much glanced at it, figured it out. It doesn't really, um, it is what it is, you know. It is what it, what it is. Yes. Do we have a question? Yes, no, a statement. Oh, please, please make uh, a statement. You're full screen, okay? I went to the hairdressers last week in Newmarket. Very the nice. staff were, the staff had masks on. Yeah. Um, the customers didn't, and that was part of the agreement that all customers must be wearing masks as well. They did not um, scan my vaccination pass either. Oh, I, 
I don't know if um, customers have to wear the masks at the hairdressers. And, and, and 3.2, they had to. Okay. We're not quite there yet. Okay. And they weren't social distanced either. Yeah. Well, um, and they didn't scan your, your, your uh, yeah. QR? Did they? Is that what it was, your QR or your vaccine? Uh, my vaccine QR code, yeah. Ah, uh, they didn't they did, implement it. They didn't it. scan it, but they—I showed it to them, but uh-huh. they should have scanned it. I won't be going yeah. back there. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's important to you. Eh? It needs to be done correctly for you. You are um, immunocompromised, yeah. and uh, it's just yeah. a, it's sort of a trust issue, isn't it? Okay, let's have a look at the chat because the chat is going off. I'm loving this um, show tonight. Uh, you're an extraordinary, great co co-host, really. Very experienced caller. Uh, where are we at? Jiminy Christmas. And um, Ryan Abbott said he's using his desktop, um, but he tell you this is the worst part that they're getting trapped or they're attracted to the to the socks. Oh, this is about the sea lice. Yeah, yeah. This is the the worst part is when they get trapped or attracted to the seams of the togs. Yeah, um, he got out of the water one time and took his togs off, and he was horrified. It was worse when it was exposed to air. They're like little sea through things. I'm not sure what they are. They're a jelly insects, but they're very, very strange and evil. Yeah, well, it is. It's a microscopic jellyfish, buddy. I tell you, I've um, I've done it three times in my life. I can remember it distinctly. And it's also, it's more common around tropical places. So um, one time in the Mediterranean, I got um, jellied and that was an actual jellyfish, I think. <laughs> and um, one time in the islands. Okay, here we go. Kiwi Bear Muzza. He's, um, ooh, uh-oh. uh-oh. Uh, red light, wear a mask when you leave the house. They should have had that at level three and four, lol. Okay, um, QEB Muzzers saying some something here. I'll play, I'll display that. I won't necessarily read that statement, but that will be uh, displayed. Is that loading up? Oh, there it is. That's I what he wanted to write. Okay, N95 mask. Maybe N95 instead of fashion masks. That's true. I wanted to get. Have you have you heard of Squid Games at all, Michelle? Yeah. I wanted to get one of those Squid Game masks. No, I don't. I wanted to just wear one of them, you know. Yeah. In '95, uh, the traffic light system is pathetic. Very confusing. They do not need. QR until red light comes in. That's a broad statement, Abbott. I think he means they do not need to scan uh, the vaccine cert before. Michelle, your statement? As Billy Ocean would say, red light spells danger. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Um, that is right, isn't it? I mean, red really means stop. But here it says... Um, Let's go. Oh. The next well, pass, I have yeah, to I know you I'm sorry. I, I have to love you and leave you. Okay, no problem. 
Thank you, Carl. Hey, I'll tomorrow night. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks, See you. Bye. Bye bye now. And uh, boom. So, yeah, traffic light system, red, orange, green, boom, boom, boom. Um, remember how they were saying um, a roadmap out of Auckland, a traffic light system? Um, we're going to tell you what it looks, what it all looks like. I want to see what it looks like. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite interesting, the uh, the word that, wordage that they use. Well, when did that get turned off, the, the music? We need a little bit of lo-fi music. And uh, has anybody out there that's watching uh, got any... Uh, any items that they want to sell we are doing uh, a part of the show coming up it's called high value item we're going to help you get your item sold yeah so this has become a big segment on the show a, a big segment on the show it's called high value item we're trying to get cash together to keep the show on the air how do we keep it on the air you might ask well you look in your garage you look in your wardrobe you look up in your uh, attic look all over the place maybe even in your yard or in your storage container ask yourself this one question have i got a high value item that i no longer require maybe i can donate it the proceeds to the show we will uh show the advertisement live on air you can send the photos through to us we'll pre preview it live on air we'll help you get that uh, premium buyer for your high value item we're going to make it happen for you tonight we are hyped and um ryan abbott is saying that we're, we're just copying the uk just like the vouchers they're just copying the vouchers who wants uh, vouchers uh, vouchers uh, everybody loves getting free vouchers oh shit yeah give me a uh why don't they just give out um you know those um, supermarket vouchers. Oh, you want me to go to the economy? Oh, give me some countdown vouchers. Lovely. Uh, bottle of VHS head cleaner, five bucks. Um, what's that good for, bud? But um, man, oh man, uh, do you? How, how did you guys like? the show tonight how was it for you did you agree with the conversation did you disagree with the conversation were you impartial nobody likes impartiality uh where do you stand on the topic we want to know because we want to judge you frankly and you certainly want to judge us and you can do that online here's the link it is um, in your browser. Do it to it. All you got to do is click on it. It is as simple as pie lickety split. I tell you, a, a blindfolded buffoon could do it. 
with his hands in jelly and uh, all you gotta do is follow the link there if it doesn't work for you let me know and I will address the issue but um, damn what a show it's been so far I'm hyped to be here uh, it is the first of December wow the first of December everybody roll your clocks back it's a brand new month put out the trash feed the dog uh, mow the lawn it's a whole new season and it's well and truly rolling into summer who's hyped about summer I am I'm hyped about summer and um, if y'all didn't know I mean we've got we've got 30 days well how many days is it a whole ton of days we got a whole stack of days lined on up who's been Christmas shopping who's looking for a deal who's looking to try and uh, blame it on the supply chain shortage yeah I would have got you something but you know the supply chain shortage um, I'm, I'm thinking I might pull the supply chain shortage card um, I like that I want to say that um, you know everybody had been panic buying all the regular gifts were gone I needed to go for some irregular gifts you know here's a bucket of paint and sort of thing um, anybody got any suggestions about what you know is a good gift something that's a wholesome gift something that people are going to appreciate uh something that you know we don't want to be you know what there's a lot of people that have figured it out for themselves they're thinking look i've been locked down for so long i can get by on a lot less i don't need to keep spending all this money on these insignificant consumer items i'm not going to do it again (laughs) um man oh man now um this thing this mh370 i mean i could mh uh mh370 news i mean this is breaking news i think um thane is going to do a big breakthrough on this uh pretty soon and uh It's it's going to be it's going to be considerable. I've got actually a clip here. I'm going to I'm going to tap this through. I'm going to tap tap this through, guys, because um, I'm I'm not afraid to break a, a, a good story because um, <coughs> as they say, news is only new for so long. So I'm just going to back this up. Might even use the restroom. Um, I've just got to unmute uh, the site because I had the site muted uh, for various reasons. Various. The reasons, various. Trust me. Okay. Alright. Here we go. I'm going to play this clip here. Uh, now, it's one of the greatest aviation mysteries of all time, the disappearance of flight MH370. It's been seven and a half years since the Malaysia Airlines flight vanished. 
with 239 people on board. The official search was brought to a close back in 2017. But all over the world, people have continued the hunt, including aerospace engineer Richard Godfrey. Richard has spent the last nine months using new tracking technology, mapping the plane's final movements, and he believes he's found its final location, 1,900 kilometres west of Perth, lying at a depth of 4,000 metres. Richard Godfrey joins us now live from Frankfurt. Richard, this is amazing. How confident are you that you've found the plane? Oh, good morning to you. Um, I'm very confident. Uh, we have quite a lot of data uh, from the Inmarsat satellite. We have oceanography, uh, drift analysis. Uh, we have the performance data from Boeing. And now with this new technology, we have the WhisperNet data and all four align at a particular point in the Southern Indian Ocean. With all this data, um, is it obvious it was a suicide mission? Yeah, I think uh, it, it is because um, it is interesting to note that Sahari Shah had a home flight simulator. And at one point during the flight of MH370 in the Indian Ocean, I found that uh, he tracked towards this simulator endpoint uh, where he flew to fuel exhaustion and i find um, that's not a conclusive piece of evidence but it is a bit of a smoking gun yeah absolutely now it's it's in this vast area of ocean four kilometers down do you think the plane can be retrieved yes i i do believe so um there are um, a number of companies I'm in contact with, such as Ocean Infinity, they have the capability to go to depths even way beyond 4,000 metres. Okay. It's very dark down there, very cold, intense pressure, but they have uh, um, uh, autonomous underwater vehicles that they can send down and uh, they can find it, that's for sure. Mm. So what do you think happened? What do you think this pilot did? Um, I think uh, he was uh, very upset maybe on, on that Friday, the 7th of March 2014, uh, one of the opposition leaders in Malaysia was uh, sentenced to five years in jail um, and he was a good uh, supporter of this uh, uh, gentleman, uh, Anwar Ibrahim. Uh, so I think he was uh, very um, upset and he decided to divert his aircraft and uh, uh, make it disappear in one of the remotest places in the world. So in other words, this was an act of terrorism? Yep, it was a hijacking. Uh, it was an act of terrorism. Uh, in my view, but but you know I'm not a court of law, and I'm uh, I can only uh, say that that's my current theory. I'm still open if the authorities want to reveal more information that they may have, uh, and trying to keep an open mind on it. Um, but uh, it certainly looks that way to me at the moment. Well, Richard Godfrey, what a breakthrough! Thank you for joining us and explaining it to us. You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible, isn't it? That is huge. Yeah. Very remarkable. 
indeed. Those poor families. Very upsetting uh, news to find out. Very upsetting indeed. And, uh... Looks like we've got a link sent to us in the chat from Tina Aroha. Uh, not sure what that is, Tina Aroha. Um, I can't actually pull that through at my end on the system. Uh, doesn't seem to have uh, the capabilities. Uh, we've got a... Uh, we have got our intern slash producer backstage to bring her through. Selena uh, Spain, welcome uh, to the broadcast. Hi, how's it going? How's your, how's your show going? How's the show going for you at your end? Good. Great, as usual. Like, what's, what's going on? There's a lot. Um, there's just a lot going on. So, um, yeah, great to see Michelle. She pops her head in. That's oh, lovely. Great to have Michelle on the show. What are your thoughts about the uh, MH370 today? Um, was there an update? There was an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you just miss it? Yeah, I we missed it. There's something went haywire with my laptop. And I, yeah, so I missed some of that story. So sorry about that. Um, do they think yeah, it no could still be found? Hmm? I'm just going to get myself a beverage here. Okay. Is there new uh, new evidence? It can be found, or are they just? Yeah, apparently they've found new evidence. They believe they've recovered the uh, the location, the whereabouts. Oh wow, that's major, very major, very major news. Yeah, yeah. they're also saying that it, it, it looks like it, it's at about four thousand meters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that aligns with our theory that it was actually uh, off the edge of one of these uh, uh, reefs and right down there into the trench. Oh yeah. So where, which waters exactly? Which area of water? Um, I've actually got to look into that. Yeah, I've got to find out more. Uh, you're going to do that on your end? Yeah. Superb. I do. And uh, yeah, if you could, if we could get a pin on that on the map, we can um, okay. we can even do some comparison. Um, oh, yep, Tina Aroha shouting out uh, to Selena, Spain. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I had a fly in in fucking fucking flies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more flies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Engineer claims breakthrough in search for missing plane. So it's um, nineteen hundred thirty-three k's from Perth. Depth of four thousand. So Perth is. Um, Perth is east of the location, looks like. Okay. Yeah, so it's out yeah, out there. There's a lot of ocean out there. Uh, um, west of Perth. Are you able to share screen on that? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, if you, if you bring up the share screen, we'll be able to see the workings there okay. and look um, into the facts because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of knowledge out there. Um, oh, here we go. We want to find out. Anyway, oh, I did it. Look, I did it. <laughs> Is that it? Can you see it? Oh, well Is done. Oh, yep. I'm going to bring that through. And uh, as you can see, the MH370 engineer claims breakthrough 
and search for missing plane. Now, what says Perth? Yeah. What does that even mean? Perth City. You know, Perth in Western Australia. But, but how can this be Perth? The Perth. But it doesn't it's look that like way. Perth. Look, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's 1,000 kilometres yeah. that way. That's how no. I took it, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, okay. It's way out in the yeah, deep ocean. 2,000 kilometres away from Perth. Yeah, so west of um, west of the coast. Can you scroll down a bit? I just want to yeah. see what that other arrow is pointing to. Oh, yeah. The location. Oh, okay. There. Um. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's Perfect. Good. Okay, cool. Perfect. Okay, a man described as a British aerospace engineer reckons he's worked out the answer to the tragic mystery of where Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 crashed in 2014. Eight years ago. If we could please please scroll the auto queue, um, that'd be much obliged. Uh, 370. yeah, so retain the level of zoom. Yep. If you could. Oh, I mean, that was cool. I ke- you should have kept the oh, group like chat. He was, no, I'm just, just, just you. Scroll up, scroll up a little bit. I'll read the whole article. Yeah. Um, and um, we just read the first. Richard Godfrey Godfrey claims the plane would have hit the ocean 1,993 kilometres west of Perth and says its wreckage rests 4,000 metres below the surface. MH370 was a commercial passenger service operated on a Boeing 777-2000 that disappeared on March 8th, 2014 with 239 passengers aboard. Uh, They've been missing ever since. With a constant stream of conspiracy theories and expert search teams unable to uncover the wreckage. Godfrey says our previous search came within 20 kilometers, 28 kilometers of where he claims the wreckage is and hopes his claims trigger a new search. So he's claiming, it's a claim. He developed his estimation where the plane is by using a protocol known as Weak Signal Propagation Reporter, WSPR or whisper uh, a technology developed for digital radio which he describes as a bunch of trip wires that work in every direction over the horizon to the other side of the globe uh, that's a pretty bad um, description a shitty description okay uh, here we go let's scroll up Godfrey says uh, combining the use of whisper with satellite weather ocean current and plane performance data supports an overwhelming case for a renewed search in the prime crash locations of 33.177 degrees south to 95 300 east well i think this is uh Phenomenal! This is a phenomenal breakthrough, Selena Spain. And um, there's your video you played before. I saw a time of that for PC. Yeah. Now, what are my what my thoughts? Are I'm always very suspicious 
Yeah. About um, when we break a story on this show, I know that we don't get a lot of viewers, but I've got a feeling that the Department of Homeland Defense mm. is watching this show because they they just they they subscribe to me on um, on D Live. Yeah, Department of Homeland Defense really? subscribe to me on D Live. It's one of my only subs, so I think that the um, U.S. Feds are watching, and we're tipping them off about all these things. Um, so remember when we had that interview with the guy that did all the telethons and stuff? Uh, in that show. Uh, it was quite yes. a while back. Yes, uh, there was this guy. He was said he used to work at TVNZ. I remember. He used to produce the telethons and what um, now? Did this was and he that. From what now? Yeah, he was talking to us yeah. about all this live production stuff. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. might have done one now. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Oh. And then you know what happened? A week later, they had the Vexathon. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to that. Well, I because yeah. I went to another. I got faxed another way. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. It. Well, I don't think that um, you know. I, I realize they like to get people back fast, but I don't <laughs> think you should turn a med- medical procedure into a race or a yeah. competition. That's when mistakes happen when people are rushing. Yeah. So you don't really want to rush to spike people. Then you start, you know, <laughs> 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 they start landing on top of each each other with spikes. And um, but yeah. So um, what was my what was I? Um, H370, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, so um, the Department of Homeland Defense subscribed yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Department of Homeland stealing Security. The they're stealing they're taking news. they're taking all our information and turning it into real world news. Mm-hmm. So there was another one as well. So we mm. we obviously this 370 one we actually predicted um, with our expert the location. And we actually said this. We even had him on after the show. Mm. We spoke with him for, I think, almost the whole show. Yeah. Um, sometimes the guests will actually um, piggyback across and do the whole two hours. We even had this um, guy on the show um, one night. And he could... Sp- I, I said... I asked him one question. The entire show, I only got in to ask him one question right. and I said I'll oh, give us a brief um, brief backstory of your life and he spoke for two hours what that wasn't Tiger Drops guy was it was it someone else who was it it was the um, it was your buddy um, <laughs> Harley you, you, no um, uh, TikTok mate. Uh, TikTok um, look, I'm, look I'm bad with names but the moral of the story is um, Did I hire him to do it? He pretty much lost his arm. The mo- he, he told us this whole story, okay. and then it pretty much took, t- got to the end part where he basically lost his arm. But, oh, do you remember yeah, that Grant. He talked. That was a that was the yeah, Three hours. That was. Like, great. I know. Yeah. That was a marathon. It was. So, um, yeah. You guys should watch that episode. What date was that on? It was a lot of fun. That, that was a Monday. You know what we need to do? Yeah, you know what I think we've Monday. got a, 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 a catastrophic failure for for our um, thing is is that we're not putting the name of the guest into In the, title. the title of the show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that needs. To yeah. That can... I don't think the date's wholly important. No. It's I think not. the date could be reduced down yeah. to um, like binary. 
that's totally editable. Editable. Yeah. So yeah, I know. On Spotify, I don't think you need date numbers. You can lose no. all that. Yeah, I know. That'll make it look tidier. Because I don't want to be. Can... I don't want to be too controlling. Because um, you know, I, I'm. No, you don't need to be too controlling, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> but it can be easily edited. And why don't you? Yeah, just, I don't think that's a problem. Why don't you just share some of the links to the post broadcast audio? We should, because we're on Spotify now. The show's on Spotify. I'll send it through. Okay, yeah. like, like every, everyone, like Selena Spain, you, you, look, and, and also I just want to say, you're probably sitting in a channel watching this broadcast alone in a, in a random channel. There's two watching on the Daily Blog, one on, um, on, on, on a random Facebook page, one on... Martin's um, Facebook, mm. one on my Twitch, yeah. one on Talkback with Thane and Sophia, one on Thane Kirby's, one on Talkback with Thane and Sophia on Twitch, one on my YouTube channel on YouTube. That's nice. So we've got about 10 people watching across uh, over 17 channels. Yeah. Maxa, see one on YouTube. Oh, so that all adds up. It yeah, all adds up. It all becomes ab- aggregated. What we do is then we, um, well, I don't do anything. I just sort of um, do the show here and try to make sure that I'm physically ready, ready psychologically ready, mentally prepared, uh, make sure that my voice is good, that my energy levels are high because I'm kind of like the opener. I'm like the kind of... Um, the guy that sort of sets the tone. If Thane looks like he's sitting there, I start shouting at him. I'm telling him <laughs> it's fucking the date of the week and get the hell up. And uh, well, you can you can talk about anything. So yeah, you make it very interesting. Yeah, it's open talk. It's all open talk. So um, anyone can talk, and um, we're interested in your opinion now what's this Tina Aroha put something in chat she said it's the song to Jacinda in Hamilton or Jabcinda they're calling her Jabcinda I'm interested I find this entertaining I'm not an anti-vaxxer never have been Um, you know like if you want to travel around the world in certain places you have to get vaccines you have to it's a it's a, a the way of of life in the modern world um they need to uh know that you're not going to go there and uh catch rabies that was no um someone oh did you mention a story about sea lice before is that what you're talking about yeah have you ever been attacked by sea lice yeah, i think out of, out of, uh, down at the beach there is yeah i think that they get it depends on the tides i think maybe low yeah. tide yes yeah, gross <laughs> i was like oh, okay, it's gross. um it's jellyfish it's microscopic right. jellyfish right well it is interesting that they um what you know i'm just going to share the link here Spotify. What link have we got? Oh, well, there's, there's their Spotify show link, but um, oh. obviously they're, it's on Apple Podcasts now, and all the Android apps. Okay, yeah, Google yeah, Podcasts. yeah, cool. So, it's really no, okay, so no excuse. I am going to bring this through and share it as a 
you know, as a screen share so that everyone can get an idea. So Spotify, you know, like this is where Joe Rogan uh, does his show. It's, um, well, I mean, it's, it's, how would you describe it as what the world sort of? Well, it's a major, it's a major platform and they haven't been without controversy. controversy. That's true. But, uh, yeah, because there was all that, um, I don't know, I don't get into it, but because I'm not really, I'm not an artist on there, but um, I, I just go on there to make playlists oh, okay. and I've discovered heaps of new music, but yeah, there was, there was some negativity towards it. The artists were getting remunerated properly for um, all the plays that the songs were getting. So, yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I've discovered yeah, heaps well, of I mean, unknown, amazing music on there. Yeah, I love making playlists. It's really fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm sick of hearing rich people complain. Insane. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, or anyone uh, complain just, in general. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, quite frankly. Now, um, how how was the experience? This sort of um, uploading things and um, using the interface as a creator is that quite straightforward? Or yeah, I can show you how it works. It's um, it's different to what I'm used to um, because I've been using well, they chose to use RSS so. So what we do is, after the show, usually the next morning, I download the files from Restream, okay, and then I give it a quick edit, because if it's a two-hour show or longer, that's very, very, very time-consuming. So I just have to listen to the general sound, and sometimes some of, um, some, there are some just... Uh, pops and just hiss and all sorts of just little quirks that you get from a live stream whether it's due to someone's internet microphone whatever so that's actually a pretty easy fix and um, yeah I quite like the challenge of trying to remember you know how to fix something so um, I've heard like way worse I've heard some really crap audio that gets published so this isn't that bad this is fine <laughs> so yeah, it's um, and it 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 appears fairly quickly on Spotify, but I Apple Podcasts um usually it takes longer to appear than there. Yeah, right. But what I what I suggested is they they embed the the player for the episodes on the Talkback website. That's right. Yeah. So just need to go um go uh, behind the scenes there and I don't know if it's a WordPress based site I don't know I'll have to ask Sophia I don't know okay we've got a message here from Tina Aroha showing of course a lot of Aroha and um, and Tina is actually a, a Maori word as well isn't it Tina uh, so uh, Tina Aroha loves it, our country and uh she is also pro-choice. She does not agree with the vaccines being forced on us, and she cannot stand Jeb Cinder and all that she's doing. Uh, she does not consent, nor will Ooh. she comply. Okay. Wow. Fair enough, Tina. Aroha. Well, um, I guess you you've got the right to do as you wish. Is Tina? Where is she based? Like what? 
Can you ask? She, she's an Aotearoa. So if you don't get, if you don't get vaxxed, you can't leave your region. Is that right? Uh, no, you can. You just need a test within um, seventy-two hours, don't you? All right. When you get to the new location, Hamilton. Ah, oh. Tron. Great. Tron. <laughs> it gets oh, yeah. very warm in Hamilton. They have quite a good summer. Quite like the um, river there. Nice little river walk, lovely. Yeah, I love going to the um, the Hamilton Gardens there and yes, um, totally. yeah. go to the health expo at the uh, Hamilton Gardens hmm. and get a hold of some of the uh, CBD crops. <laughs> That's beautiful here. Oh, very good. It is beautiful there. Well, and, it's um, so. Hmm? What, 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 what's happening at your end there? Me? Um, yeah. Well, I just had my guitar out earlier. Uh, yeah. I was just playing around. Just, um... Someone playing, um... What? Is, what is this? Background sound? Yeah, it's someone mowing the lawn. No. It got mowed yesterday. We can hear anything. There's a fan, though. There's a fan on. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on low. It's on low. Is it right next to the mic? Well, let me try this one. How's that? Gone? Sounds like, um... Well, no, I mean, it sounds... I can definitely hear it. Let me just, just wait one second. Sounds uh, like someone's. Um, sounds like someone's got one of those back massages. <laughs> sounds like you got a, you've left your back massager on, mate. There's nothing on. It's like this. Honestly, the fan is off. Now it's piping. Trying to ice something. Well, why don't I try this? How about now? Is that better? Is that different? The sound now? Battery's very low. It sounds like, uh, sounds like someone is uh, using a power washer on the drive! Can't hear anything though. Sounds like it's a fucking big one. Maybe gas powered. It's a biggie. Okay, it's just stopped. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it just um, stopped. Oh, really? Do you know what it was? It's this little light I got from Ikea. I just dropped it. A USB light? Yeah, I got it from Ikea years ago. Yeah, it was was introducing a humming to your system. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. Hang on. If I plug that back in. Any different? Yeah, 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 it's still humming. Okay. Take that one out. Is your computer plugged into power? Yeah, it is, but it's struggling to charge for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, try unplugging it from the power? Yeah. I think the charge is burning up, actually. It's not good. 
Oh, we need to get we need to get Selena a new. Um, it's about it's about to shut down, so I'll need to go. We in. need to get Selena a new system, guys. It's <laughs> obviously. Um, yeah, it's like it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, is it so stop? Has it stopped? Yeah, no, it's there. No, it's, it's, it's intermittent. It's when you start smashing things around, it, kind of <laughs> it starts right up again. Uh, Selena is saying, yeah, It's charging better now. Time. No, it's actually charging now. It wasn't before. It was struggling. Yeah. So it just unplugged it for 30 seconds. So that was good advice. Thanks. Okay, so what is the model that you're using? I want to try and see if I can do a little bit of um, technical. Um, HP. Oh no, that's always a big problem. No, it's an elite is it a book. Presario? Is it a Presario? Elite book. Oh, elite. You're one of those global elitists now. <laughs> yeah. Are you one of the one percenters? Are you like a Jeff Steen Island kind of Man, this, one percenter? This is going to shut down. I'm like, I'm just going to call you back on um, phone. On an Android, yeah. okay, yeah. You get you throw that elite book right out the window. Yeah. I don't talk to elitists. Elitists, they're ruining the world. I'm hardly an elitist. Elites. I'm very down to earth. Oh, the on. global elites are ruining the world, man. Can we now tell me all about that? Did you turn up the speed of your elite book? Did you turn it up to like? Um, <laughs> Bill Gates level elitism. <laughs> Are you running that Bill Gates operating system? <laughs> I'm running all sorts of operations. Go ahead and mini pies. Mini pies. But are you Think using um, are you using Bill Gates's system? It's gonna... mm, Microsoft. Is your house power out, or is it, is, is your <laughs> is your is your HP elite book? Um, Sapping <laughs> your 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 the, the the power for your block, maybe your whole hood. Okay, um, because I just told you <laughs> the battery is going to it's going to shut down. This has never happened before, so um, I'll try my phone. I think that'll be more reliable. What we need to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy's in solar power. I think it might be Dave Two D. Is that you, Dave Two D? Yeah, I think it might be Dave 2D because he um, he solved Gabby Petito. He solved the Gabby Petito case. Okay, um, you can go and and are you going to call back in on your Android? Yeah. Are you running Ubuntu? Are you running on the Ubuntu operating system? What? What? Are you, do you happen to be utilizing the Ubuntu? What's uh, I, oh no, I don't know what that is. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Ubuntu, <laughs> my brother, recommend you use Ubuntu. It is a free Linux operating based system, but it is using the Ubuntu. What about Linux? Get Linux. It won't um, give you that hiss. It won't give you the hiss. And um, yeah, get Linux. Why don't you? Uh, here we go. Selena Spain is on her alternate device. Should we cross over now? She's going to test her audio. Backstage doing an audio test. And um, system six. Check, check, check. One, two, three. Uh, do you copy? Is the system happening? Are we in? I, I appreciate you. Hello. 
We're having a great time tonight, everybody. And uh, you can... You are watching Talking Smack with Benny Mac. If you want to... Uh, oh, look, three people on the Benny Mac um, your, uh, YouTube channel. Three intelligent people. Um, this is what it is. It's just my name, Benny Mac, B-E-N-N-Y-M-A-C-K. You type it into the search thing on uh, YouTube and you'd hit channels and it'll come up. As I was saying before, I've got a big problem with the global elitists trying to um, turn this into a one world government, um, you know, making all this Agenda 2030 happening, all these global elitists. We're having a great time tonight, everybody, and uh, you can too. Who wants to win? I want to win. Everybody wants to win. Everybody likes to get hyped and wants to hang out around. Winners, everyone is going to want to hang around you once you've won. Of course, you've made winning a habit and you've turned it into a uh, cycle, a life cycle as part of your lifestyle. Uh, you are a reflection of uh, the five people that you hang around the most. And of course, hang around winners, people with a an award-winning adage. Uh, they're going to get your uh, credit score up to 1,000 in no time. Why? Because you're going to be on top of your bills. You're going to be on top of your response ability, your ability to uh, respond. Everybody, uh, pay your goddamn bills. Don't be a... Don't be a menace on society. Play your part. Uh, Tina Aroha, uh, you like our show because we talk about anything. We can talk about anything. We will talk about anything. And we did talk about anything. Hey, look, this guy here is living his best life. Look at that. He has got a, a fuck the government uh, as his name right there on YouTube so everybody get involved I appreciate you thanks for telling us uh, if we had audio difficulties uh, apparently someone said that it was Shalenia's headphones were scratching at some stage I think I might have um, muted the, 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 the mic there at one point um, apparently Android's based on Linux what a brilliant system and um, even um even viewers while they were watching was 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 were having problems. Tina Aroha's uh, laptop just turned off. Apparently, she said that they're they're um, they're scanning her laptop. So you better be watching our show. I don't want you um, dobbing in on us, uh, Tina Aroha, because we're just trying to be entertaining. Uh, we're not trying to uh, stick it to the man. I'm not trying to stick it to the man. I'm just trying to put on a cool show, man. And yeah, we will let you talk about anything. We're not trying to censor people. Come on. All right, all right, all right. We're going to wrap it up. What a show. It's been Talking Smack with Benny Mac. I'm your host, Benny Mac. And that's us. We out here.